the role of a mother is to shape a knife, shape the knife, and the role of the father is to sharpen the knife. So the mother gives the knowledge. How, the, mother, the mother basically makes the brain what it is, makes the child what he is, how his mindset, how he thinks. She puts information in him, and the father teaches him how to act. Welcome to the Father and Son Podcast, where my father and I discuss anything that's been in our minds lately. In this week's episode, we look back at the last 16 years of my life to see if we screwed up my education. Hey, Baba. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good, thanks. So I have a question for you. Okay. You've been homeschooled your whole life. You're about to start university. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to discuss the experience because it it was always considered some sort of experiment that will it work? W- what's going to end up happening? And I just thought it would be interesting with you starting school soon that we do a retrospective and so and you know what's interesting also is that i'm asking at a time where literally the whole world is homeschooled so you're no longer special no i'm not special anymore i mean you were special and weird for a while and homeschooled and uh you know we'd have to answer questions about what about friends what about i get that question a lot yeah and so and the backdrop of the whole world actually homeschooling right now, and probably everyone gets it, or gets it a lot better, mm. or maybe hates it a lot more. Yeah. Who would do this full-time when you could just do school? They must hate it now. And so I think an interesting place to start is, would you homeschool your children? Would I? Um, I don't think I'd send them to a school, but I don't... It's also it's also hard to homeschool. I know, so it's gonna require. I I'm gonna have to marry someone, and the mother of my kids is gonna have to be very very patient if we're gonna homeschool. It's not just it's not like just anybody can homeschool. It it won't work out for I think 99% of people. They just people don't have the people don't have the patience my mom has. So it depend. I think it honestly depends on what type of person I marry, and I would want to marry somebody who I think would want to homeschool their kids and it all depends on what type of person I marry but for me I think I would be leaning towards homeschooling but I, w- I don't think I'd force it because I think in the I'd probably end up being the one not doing most of the teaching my the, their mother would be so I, don't, I think it gets to a point where it's not 100% my decision it's something I can push for but in the end unless I do all the teaching but if I I don't think I'd do that so it depends on what the mother would want to do. How much do you think the mother's role versus the father's role in homeschooling? Like, what's the from my point of view, or mm. just what I think it should be? Both. All right. So from my point of view, I think. Do you know how? Do you know how ships work? Like, you, there's you have steering and like like little like ships. You have the they have the rudder, which does all the st- most of the steering. And then you have little course corrections, which are used by little jets of high pressurized water for light for light ships that send you to the side, send you like they they put you onto the the rudder gets you to the right direction. It makes you it, it makes sure you're heading in the right direction, but the the little those little jets of air that make sure you're on the perfect like course. I think the rudder is the mother 
and the jets of air are the father, or the jets of high pressurized jets of water, because I think the the role of a mother is to shape a knife, shape the knife, and the role of the father is to sharpen the knife. So the mother gives the knowledge. How, the mother, the mother, basically makes the brain what it is, makes the child what he is, how his mindset, how he thinks. She puts information in him, and the father teaches him how to act. Wow, I think that's accurate. Yeah, I mean that's just from my experience because like I, you didn't do like you, you weren't teaching me math. I mean you'd help me math if I asked you, but you, mom was doing that. Like you do the you do the other things. Like you wouldn't, you you know what I mean? Like you wouldn't mm-hmm. do like, like it wasn't like 50-50 like mom would do English and you would do math. When I was younger, mom was doing everything. She was doing English, math, and you were there just to help with with that. Like you were the, you were the assistant in the beginning. You were very much the second string in that. Mama was the main player, the MVP of the education. And then when I, but when I got older, it changed. Like when I got older, your mom was still the MVP, but I feel when I got older, you took on a much bigger role. Like when I was younger, I'd say, let's say from, Eight to twelve, mom. I I feel like Mama was very much in charge of education. I also think you were also working full time then. So may, I don't know if that has anything to do with it. You were working for Bank of America. You weren't doing Zone Two, so you didn't have that much time. But after that, I feel like you took a bigger role in in me and Sadafa's education. It's like you you started not paying more attention, but you started caring more what we were doing. You moved us to Turkey to do all this, this kind of stuff. So. But I think very much the mother is yeah. the main, the MVP of all of this. I agree with that. It was actually her decision to homeschool. I was against the idea. Uh, so I, I think your anal- your multiple analogies are all correct. I, I completely agree with you. And I also think that I don't, I, I don't think there should be any value judgment on s- sending people to school versus homeschooling. I, I don't think anyone is particularly better than the other. Mm-hmm. I don't think that if somebody doesn't homeschool... That they don't mean, love their kids. Yeah, yeah. Or everyone loves their kids, but they don't love friend for each family. Mm-hmm. And it's homeschooling works for us for a number of reasons. It's A, feel that homeschooling the children has a higher possibility of the child loving learning. Mm-hmm. But there are many negatives also to homeschooling, which I want to talk to you about. I want to talk about the the parts that are not discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, the dark side of homeschooling. Th- there is a dark side of homeschooling, I think. But also for us specifically, the way we lived our lives or live our lives more so in the past and now, we traveled a lot. Mm-hmm. We traveled a lot and we wanted to travel a lot. And homeschooling fits really well when you plan on traveling a lot and so it's not necessarily one's better than the other it just happens to be better for us um but i also completely agree with you not every parent has the temperament to homeschool i I could not homeschool my children Mm -hmm. i can't yes i know (laughs) you know i can play all of the analogous you know the supporting role things you said but to be the primary person because to actually homeschool your children means that you have full accountability you know for your children's future in a sense there's no school you can complain about you know there's no school you can blame complain all that kind of stuff it's it's on you and then then there's all the i don't want to do this and all this kind of stuff and the 
hours and hours of research required to decide what curriculum and it's it's a whole world that requires so much work and so much preparation so much patience like you said that i I don't have and i don't think that unless there's a there's a statement that said unless you really really want to be a doctor don't become a doctor because the process is so painful Mm -hmm. unless you really really want to homeschool your kids i don't think you should homeschool your kids because the process is so painful. So what do you think are some of the negative aspects of homeschooling that people... Because the homeschoolers, like vegans, push the propaganda hard. Yeah, it's perfect. And they, every every homeschooler has that little room in their house filled with books and Montessori equipment. And No, um, so there's the obvious aspects, the social aspects, which I haven't felt the ramifications of, but I, I can understand what they would be. I'll, t- I'll talk about that after, but... There are other aspects such as if you're not actually like 100% on the homeschooling bandwagon, your kid's going to fail in life. If you're not if you're not on their backs making sure they're learning and making sure they're doing their tasks and they're actually understanding, then they're not they're going to come out as knowing nothing just because you learned that learning at home just because you learned at home the air quotes it doesn't automatically make you special you still have to do a ton of work you have to do i think you have to do more work than other other the kids that go to school because on top of the learning you also have to prove that you know what you did so so you have to take extra exam for most kids i know they have to take extra exams so it's there's a lot of there's a lot of negatives to homeschooling. There's a lot of if you're not a hundred percent into homeschooling, you shouldn't homeschool. Like there's if you're not like a hundred percent about it, you just shouldn't do it. And the also the social aspect is that you're learning at home. Like you're not unless your unless your parents are taking you to like the my, my mom did. She took, we went to a lot of the the homeschooling groups where you meet and you do you know you would do these classes together, which was super. It was a lot of those were a lot of fun. You'd go. It wasn't like school. You don't have to be rigid. You didn't have to have a uniform. You just went. At, they'd bring in some teacher or some tutor, and they would teach you something cool. Like I remember the ones the one I remember the most was I don't remember if he was a real detective or was he he was a private detective. Um, he came, somebody came in. It was me and a bunch of friends, and he gave us a case. He gave us a study, and it was like those you know those games where there are multiple answers, and each answer leads to a different like path, and you have to follow it. And, it, and it's like a, there's like thousands of different ends to the game. It was like that, but it was in the form of a of a uh, a case, so you could talk to different witnesses. And in doing that, he taught us a lot of things. I don't. He taught us a lot of different things, and but it was fun and. I was with my friends, so it was a different way of learning than what my friends in school have described it. Because if it described it as somebody comes in, there's another teacher watching you, making sure you're all being quiet. You listen, you get a packet after, and he leaves, and you do the work. You know, so I think it's a different way of learning. I think that's one of the misconceptions people have about homeschooling is that you spend a lot of time at home. Yeah, there's, there's. I don't think I did much learning at home with homeschooling. Everything was outdoors. Everything's outdoors or other places or at places with friends. There like there wasn't that much being at home. Learning. So how would you compare your homeschooling experience with what's happening around the world with you know eight to three PM Zoom? Oh, it's completely different. It's not the same thing at all. It's completely different because they're actually homeschooling. Like they're homeschooling, homeschooling. They're stuck in front of their computers from whatever time school starts to whatever time it ends, and it's the same rigidity as school. There's no difference. Maybe you can turn off your camera 
and like go on Google. But like other than that, it's the same exact thing. Homeschooling isn't just doing your classes at home. It's 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 a different type of learning. Homeschooled kids, um, from what I understand, from they usually learn quicker because they're they don't have any constraints with the classroom. This is you have, still have the classroom. It's just online. Just because you're at home and online doesn't make it the same as homeschooling. Homeschooling needs to be focused on the kid. This is still focused on a class. That's the whole point of homeschooling. You're doing homeschooling so you can focus on your kid or or this kid, not so you can do the whole class. And they're just there's a teacher doing the same thing just online and so if you were to help a school redesign how they homeschool what would you do i have no idea the only solutions are every like are just not they wouldn't work the schools are doing the best they can right now like with what they have if if there was an optimal world every single every student would get their own personalized tutor who knows what the student should be at and guides them to that at their own pace but it's not that right like i don't know what a school could do maybe Mm. if maybe if they made it more not volunteer worse but you can pick your schedule better you and if maybe they didn't still start at eight because you can you start later in the day when some when you're more ready to learn and you have a better attitude instead of having to wake up at seven thirty and still take a shower and still get ready for school maybe maybe they stop maybe they stop treating it like school because it's no longer school it's no longer the same school i think everybody's still clinging to the old pre-corona world and the pre-corona world doesn't exist anymore unless they come up with a really good vaccine that just gets rid of it every everything like things need to change more like the schools need to change more because they have to understand. Because it's the same. It's the same concept, right? Everything's still a class. You have same exams. Same. You're learning the same stuff as you would be in school. Just the teacher can't keep a direct eye on you, right? Mm-hmm. So that needs to change. Like you can't. You can't. I don't know what the change needs to be. If I did, I would be a consultant and make lots of money at schools. But there needs to be some sort of change where they understand that this is no longer school. This is this is some after Corona hybrid that. And if you keep if you keep trying to force these kids to the same machine that you were using for school, they're all going to come out broken. Like the machine isn't going to like it's going to break. It's going to break them. Like, I, I know a lot of kids that go to school and they're not having fun at all, like even less fun than they were having real school. Because in real school, you can still see your friends at lunch. And you but this is not that you finish your class and you go downstairs and you eat and you come back upstairs to the next class. So yeah. I think that social aspect of school which is a big like a big plus for it it just got taken away and it's not working so homeschoolers will respond to the whole socialization aspect socialization can i say that yeah we'll, that's our new thing now that Socialize- and popcorn that, okay aspect to they'll say that the way that kids socialize in school is unnatural in that the seventh graders hang out with the seventh graders. The eighth graders hang out with the eighth graders. You know, people who are 14 hang out with other 14-year-olds, etc., etc. Whereas in the real world, you don't. Life doesn't exist like that. I don't only hang around with people who are 42. Mm-hmm. You you never hung out with people who are just your age. You hang out with a whole m- many many age groups, mm-hmm. from adults down to people much younger than you. And that's really been your life. That's yeah. how how you. You've dealt with adults. You see, you've always been comfortable speaking to adults, including playing with l- very little kids. So the response to the whole social aspect of school homeschooling versus normal schooling is that normal schooling is actually unnormal, not normal. That's their response to it. That's what homeschoolers would say. Uh, what I want to know is what you think about that. 
I don't think so one thing I didn't no I don't think that's right out like the whole social it's unnatural whenever I was with with like whenever I had the opportunity to mix with kids it was almost always just by natural selection as Darwin would say it was always kids that were my age it was I would never like the 16 year olds just naturally started hanging out with the 16 year olds mm. the 14 year olds were naturally hanging out with the 14 year olds because I think when you use that when we, the way the mismatch thing it's different because they were adults adults have some adults have no problem talking to kids but a 16 year old doesn't want to talk to a 14 year old most of the time because they want to still feel like they're above and if like above them and if they're hanging out with a 14 year old they must just they just must be like a 14 year old they're not cool anymore you know so that works yes but it works with people who are much more mature and much older yeah. It doesn't just work with sixteen hanging out, sixteen-year-old hanging around with the eighteen-year-old. It works with sixteen-year-old hanging out with a twenty-four-year-old, a twenty-two adults. It doesn't even age doesn't matter. Just have to have an adult mindset because once you have an adult mindset, you realize age doesn't matter. Age is just as they say a number. All that, all that matters is the person's maturity. If you have the if you have the like idea that if I hang around with people younger than me, then that makes me just, uh, that must make me like immature then that's that in itself is an immature mindset it's not about the age it's about their mind their maturity that's all that should be counted as so i don't think the whole school thing is unnatural at all i think given the chance most kids if not all kids are going to gravitate to kids their age because that's what they're used to and it, it just it's just the norm for them it's normal Instead of they're not going to, if they had the opportunity, they're not going to go talk to the kindergartners and they're not going to go talk to the 18-year-olds. They're probably going to, the only thing that you'll see is that kids who are a year apart, maybe a year and a half, those are the ones who are going to make the jump. But other than that, I don't really think it will make a huge difference in the, in the socialization aspect. So that's good to know. I mean, that's a good dispelling of that myth. But that's also my opinion what i've heard there could also be a multitude of different things that i haven't seen and i haven't heard which is which is probably true but in my experience what i said is what i think what i felt and seen is right so what do you feel what advantage advantages do you feel that you have having been homeschooled and what disadvantages do you feel so disadvantages off the bat is i in, a, in some things, I'm very advanced, but in most, not most things, but in a lot of things, I'm either a step behind or I've just done what the regular students have done. So because they have that, they, they have that the, the teacher pushing them along. So it's good and it's bad. It's good because it's it's mostly keeping them on the track and mostly making sure they learn this by this, by this, by this age. And it's also bad because if you fall behind, you're in trouble, right? You're gonna have it's hard to get back on. But for homeschoolers, you wait as long as you need to on a subject. If it takes you a month, it takes you a month. If it's supposed to take you a week and it takes a month, and nothing, it's nothing you're gonna do. You're just gonna wait until you understand it. And that can be that can harm you because it can set you back if that happens too many times. But that hasn't happened that much to me. The good things about homeschooling is that. I have no problems talking to adults, like at all. Like I have no problem talking to an adult right now, and I'm not like I don't get like the, like that weird like I can't talk to adults. They scare me. They're just a, they're they're weird. Like I don't get that at all. Like I I'll I'll talk to adults. I'd much rather talk to an adult than I'd rather talk to a kid, my age. So I think that's given me, and that I think that will give me a, uh, a boost over other people my age because, 
adults for kids at school are just the teachers right and other people's parents you're not going to go talk to other people's parents or the teachers that much but for me adults also equal friends depending on the age of course but adults for me can also equal friends like uh, mo most of my friends that i know and i love a lot are much older than me like the closest age to me i think is like 19 maybe 20 and the average is like 25 26 so I think that will get, that will help me, like especially going to university. I won't have a problem talking to other people. Like I won't have that social restriction that some kids have. Or I'll just just generate over time. And when I go to university, we have to see. Are you? Do you have any concerns about going to university after having been homeschooled? No, not at all. I just don't know what to expect because this essentially is my first time ever going to a real school. So mm -hmm. I don't know what to expect. I've been to I've been to some. Pr program sure where i've done classes but it's my first time we're actually going to a school so i don't know what to expect at all so i don't know what the first day is going to be like i have no expectations whatsoever all right so let me ask you you're in a unique position to answer the question i'm about to ask the primary reason we wanted to homeschool you was we wanted to create a world where you love learning mm-hmm so do as I a, love learning as a, yeah, as opposed to normal school where everything's about taking a test and everything's a stepping stone to the next thing to get into college it's not about loving learning it's about getting into college and then getting into the best college and once you're in college it's about the next step yeah do you feel that you love learning I'm not going to give a fake answer and say yes I love learning everything it I do love learning but it depends I don't I love learning things that I really like to do. Like, I love, I still love reading. I still love reading about new subjects. I still love learning about history because I just like history a lot. I love learning. I love learning about things that I'm passionate about. It hasn't given me an over, like, a, an, a love of, for learning about, of every single thing. It's given me a love of learning for things that I enjoy. History, physical sports. Um, there's another thing, economics, psychology, things like that. I enjoy learning about them because they're interesting. But I think that's been given to me by being taught interesting things and not just being taught a textbook. Like my economics teacher, my psychology, my psychology teacher, all these people, they didn't just teach from a book. They, it was, it was just, they gave great examples. They made it, they made it, um, uh, understand, they made it easy to understand it, so that I think that's why I like learning some things, not everything. I remember, so listening to your very, very brief history of what you remember. So do you know what started this whole idea of homeschooling? No. Where the idea came from? Didn't mom read a book? She read a book. Yeah. She read a book by, I think it's... Was it Leonard Sachs? No, I think it was John... John Taylor Gatto or something like that or, and I think there was another book by by Hamza Yusuf okay. or Hamza Yusuf's sister and that planted the seed there were two books that she read um, by I think Hamza Yusuf this was pre being pregnant to me or while no this is what while being pregnant um, okay and two things happened the first she decided after reading one book that we have to get rid of all the TVs in the house Uh Yes, I hate that book. <laughs> yeah. Although the TVs are gone, but there's like 50 laptops in the house now. Yeah. Um, so there was that. And then there was 
the book on homeschooling. And the homeschooling made a very, very compelling case. So she was seriously considering it, but I was not for it. I was not for get, getting rid of the TV, which was mine, mm-hmm. my, my my beloved TV, nor was I for homeschooling. I had the same initial reaction that anyone who hears about homeschooling has. Mm-hmm. But she started preparing and she decided to do it. And then I, I eventually became convinced. And although, as you said in the beginning, the husband actually doesn't do that much work. Yeah. But there's something about human nature when you're doing something against the herd. Because we're still in New Jersey. The notion of homeschooling was almost akin to uh, you don't love your kids. Mm-hmm. You know? And you so... You set them up for failure. You set them for failure. And you're sure this is the wisest thing to do. And, you know... And so we were going against the herd uh, when homeschooling was really, really unknown. And so eventually I was convinced and and the people think that homeschooling is actually a lot of work. It's less work than people think. Like I just think thinking back about the history, what she did was when you were I think four. She has that book that you see her take a youth through now. The yellow one. The big yellow book, and she taught you how to read. I think it was uh, she'll she'll remember. Maybe we should have her on this. But four, f- I think you were four or five. And then the other thing is, she would read to you. The most person that was read to was you, mm-hmm. and she would read to you every night. I think she would. By the time you were, I don't want to exaggerate, but I I, I want to say five. You could read thick books. Mm-hmm. And that was your homeschooling. Your homeschooling was her teaching you how to read. And you had the most amount of restrictions of any child we had. Yes. You know, you ha- you, you couldn't, I remember, you couldn't eat sugar. Uh, there was no screens of any any kind. All you had access to were Legos and books and Play-Doh and things like that. And you read all the time. You just read and read and read. Not because you're special. Because there's nothing else to do. And because I believe she read to you at night. And she loves reading. Mm -hmm. I I don't love reading. And so the first couple years of your homeschooling was really just playing with Legos and reading. The structured stuff came later. And there's always a sense that we had that we weren't doing enough. Yeah. That maybe we... Because here's the problem when you homeschool. Here's the problem. You think you're doing something good, and then there's almost like a social media aspect of homeschooling. You meet a person, and they tell you what they're doing with their kids. Yeah, I remember this. You know, oh, yeah. our children are fluent in Mandarin, and on in the weekend they have this ski, and all these crazy things, and you you, you start feeling like almost like this FOMO effect. Mm-hmm. You know what FOMO stands? You're missing out. Exactly. And so you're like, oh, maybe I should do that with my children, and all that kind of stuff. And so there there are a lot of negative emotional aspects to all to homeschooling as well and so but yeah it's it's really i remember the first couple of years until you're almost eight primarily what you did was read was read and play and then the structured stuff started i am sure if your mother was to come here right now she would say that was all wrong but that's (laughs) that's the way i remember it yeah was there ever a point where you just thought this isn't working anymore and we should just put Yusuf in school? Yeah, there, that happened for me. N- never for your mother, I think. I I did something that 
homeschooling parents shouldn't do. I probably made every mistake that a homeschooling parent shouldn't do, and that would be compare you to. Oh yes, I remember this. Compare you to other your age group, mm. and so I'm always checking to see how advanced you should be. By let's just say, for example, your cousin is your you have cousins who are your age, and I would ask them, so what are you doing right now? And they would tell me, and then I would ask you, and so. Instead of comparing you against yourself, I'd compare you against your peers that are in school. And sometimes I would, I remember, remember what I did too with you and your cousin. Yes, I remember this. Uh, th- yeah, that's a big no-no. I hope she doesn't listen to this. But I asked her like a mathematical question. Yes, I remember. And then you asked me, and like it took me three hours. And she did it in a second. And she it did it in a second. Like, it was just like second age. It wasn't even like a big thing. Yeah, and then you were just sitting there carrying the two in your mind, and then. And I got actually really nervous at that point. But this was a long time ago. It's not, it's not recent. And at times like that, I think to myself, why? Maybe it's better for you in school. And then there are other times where you do things that are, let's just say you drive us crazy. And there's a lot of driving crazy when you're homeschool. And I'll think to myself, what's the point? Mm. you know what why are we doing this to ourselves why don't we just put it put you in, in school, school and somebody else's problem yeah basically or when it gets really really difficult because homeschooling is mostly very very difficult mm-hmm. in terms of dealing with the children it's not like this beautiful experience where you're at least in our experience you're educating your kids and it's you know, you're having some green tea as you're pouring over a book together, and then you go Rainbows outside in the background. And yeah, and you go outside and you go for a walk and look for worms, and you know, or, or whatever. Homeschooling is tough. Homeschooling is very tough, and then sometimes when, when especially especially when you get bad behavior, to, especially towards the mother, mm-hmm. or talking back to her or bad character, then I think to myself, like, why why are we doing this to ourselves? Yeah, you know, you, you, we we could have. 8 to 4 p.m. of oh. quiet, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I'm home. I'm, I'm, I work from home most of the time now. So th- th- those are times where I think to myself or I thought to myself, you know, maybe they should go into school. But it's not, it doesn't happen that often. With my siblings, do you, like Ayub and Sadaf and all of them, have you have you guys taken a different approach to schooling them? Is every child different? Like when when they're born and you like come to understand their personality, does a different schedule show up for them, or you try to do the same thing you did to me? And when it breaks down, you just do something else. Yes. Oh really? Yes, yeah, so we we try to do. It's not like we have an evaluation period where we see. We give them questions and see how they answer. How they answer, and based on that, we tailor, or we decide we're gonna unschool one and Montessori the other one or no it's all pretty much follows the pattern that we did with you Mm -hmm. and but the kids respond differently so you responded to reading far far quicker than Ayub Mm -hmm. Ayub is still struggling Ayub is still struggling you you picked it up so quickly and Ayub is, is is struggling with it but there are other aspects where he he's he's very good. Salafa picks up stuff. I think we talked about this before. Slower, but she keeps. But she sticks. Yeah. And she has no problem doing 
assignment after assignment after assignment and finishing your homework and whereas you you get bored by that once you get it it's very hard to make you do things and yeah. so we we follow the same pattern teach them to read f- surround them by books once you know buy them a kindle and let them read as much as they can and then start introducing the subjects later but every child responds differently and also we are different as parents yeah the 25 year old father that you had is very different to the 42 year old father that my brother has yeah but that's the same thing with your dad right of course your youngest sibling had a miles different dad than you did yeah they had we had different fathers for the yeah and so it's not just it's not just um the approach it's it's actually two different parents we're two, we're different people that uh, you know we're wiser we're lazier we're more tired yeah we're less perfectionist you know with you we had no not we your mother had read all the books uh, i actually did read some you know uh, uh, you know the you know boys adrift and all that kind of but the books that interested me was more the teenage years for you and your sister mm-hmm. rather than how to school you when you were younger yeah which is actually interesting because it, it it's i never thought of it but it goes back to what you said at the beginning of the talk or the the podcast where you said you know i became more involved later actually that's the point at which i really started to care and i don't think it's a function of work it's the teenage years where i feel like my job is the most important it's not teaching you math it's 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 character it's you know everything around character that that i think about and i read about and i studied and thought was my job if there was one thing that you if somebody said i want to homeschool my kid and they're yet to tell them something. What would you tell them? Would you, t- like, uh, what would wh- how would you go about talking to them about it? I'd start with asking them why do they want to homeschool their kid. And what would be the right answer? What would I, be I, not? There's no right answer. What would be an answer that you'd be okay with? Okay, okay, I'll tell them. That I would agree with. Yeah. All right. I'll I'll, I'll give you one. If they say if they say I want to homeschool my kid because I don't feel the school system is gonna is gonna teach them enough, and I want to be I I think I can do a better job. If I am monitoring their education and making sure they're and seeing what they learn, what would you say to that? I'd probably ask them, how do they think? What how how would they homeschool? What would their temperament be, and what they what do they think their day would look like? Because I sometimes hear how parents homeschool, and I feel so like it's so rigid, so structured, so so like school. It's even worse. It's it's like school without any of the good stuff of school. And so like they want to homeschool because they feel like they they can drive their kids to do more. I don't I wouldn't probably agree with that. Or or there's a lot of homeschooling that's happening because what what became abnormal now became cool to say I homeschool. And so it's I'm a vegetarian. Yeah, I it's, homeschool. It, it's, I drive an electric car. Yeah, I drive. It's, and so, I don't agree with that either. I, it's I not th- a fad. It's your children's education. It's it's. I mean, I, I wouldn't put it that way, but. Like I said, 
unless you really feel compelled to do it, I wouldn't do it. And I'm going to go all the way. Just, it's not like the shoot for the stars and you land on the clouds. It's shoot for the stars. And if you don't make it, you're going to fall back to the earth and hit hard. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's hard to... And we haven't done this, but I think it may be hard to homeschool your child to 12, 13, and then reintroduce them into the matrix. Whereas I think when kids go to university that's a different level of maturity and it's i see a lot easier to go from homeschooling to university because it's kind of like a little not regression but yeah it's kind of like regression where if you go from if you go from because most homeschool even if they're not smarter they're 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 probably more 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 mature than the most school kids i'm saying yes they're, they're they're mature in ways but also it's like you said before school pushes everyone to in in whether it's algebra or math science geography all these different disciplines and homeschool kids are like all over the map mm-hmm. to put them back into school in the middle It'll mess them up it's very difficult because all of a sudden you realize you're like behind in these six things but you're you're probably a really good writer and can speak really well know a lot about history uh may, maybe mathematics but in other areas you, you're behind and yeah. and socially it's it's very very difficult to go from homeschooling to you know, like for example, you sleep. My children sleep more, much more than the average child. Yes, that's why I'm so tall. I sleep. You sleep a lot, and you have your day is structured very differently, and it's 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 basically contr- semi controlled chaos. And if you're gonna take somebody who grew up and then 13, then all of a sudden put him into school, I think that that's shocking to the child my friend did that he was homeschooled like me um then he applied to a good his parents applied him to a good secondary school in england and he took a test but like to get in but they found that he was behind in a lot of things so what he had to do was study i think the whole summer to catch up the whole summer all he doing was studying to catch up so he could start the next year and I think so. I think it ended up working out for him. I don't know what happened to him, but it seems to have worked out for him. But I don't know if every single homeschool kid would be willing to do what he did and just study the whole summer to catch up with with everything. Yeah, I mean that's. Uh, I think for us, it's worked out, at least with you mm-hmm. and the experiment of seeing what happens when you're sixteen, seventeen. Or I'm happy with the results of the experiment. I'm happy with how you turned out, who you are. I don't know if you would have been any different or the same person had you gone to school. But me personally, I'm happy with the experiment. I'm happy with the decision your mother took and the outcome that yeah, that's in front of me right now. Mm-hmm. Let's just hope it. Let's hope university works out as well. I, I, think, I think it will. I, I think that who you've become will only be enhanced by university wasn't there a time wasn't there a time where you didn't you didn't believe in university or college and I, i've heard you say a bunch of times you used to you're very you had a very strong opinion you used to think it was a waste of time i i still think a lot of university is a waste of time so what's the point of me going to university then i like the this particular university and 
I like the vision of the university and the university president. And I, I what what they're trying to create, it's like what they're trying to create, I, I buy into that idea because it fits into my philosophy of homeschooling. What I feel is a waste of time is a four-year degree where you're just using it as a stepping stone for a job. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this before. Yeah, yeah. That is what I feel is a waste of time. Just going for a bachelor's degree and you're just in in this time in your life between the ages of 17 or 18 to 21, you're just going to get a tick box. Yeah. I'm hoping that the Yusuf that loves to read, that loves history, when they go to university surrounded by these great people that it would you'll develop those passions more mm-hmm. and you'll meet great professors and great minds and you actually use that as an opportunity to learn because learning in university i think is a fabulous thing just going and just biding your time and hanging out just to get a job that's what i think is a waste of time and the relic of the past i, I don't think the future economy will require you to go to college yeah that that's what I believe, and there's a lot of smart people who believe the same thing. It's also you don't have to believe it; you can see it. It's it's happening now. Like to get into, it, it's happening starting with high school. Remember the SAT is the holy grail of tests. Now now you don't need. Now even if I took the SAT this year, the school is doesn't care about it. And it doesn't care about it. I'm sure if I got a 1600, it would like enhance it. But if I didn't have it, it it doesn't really change how they're looking at the applicants anymore because everything's been canceled. They need they can't look at the SATs because there might be super smart people who didn't have the opportunity to take it so you have to look at other things and I think if that pattern continues it'll continue from high school and the high school test to the eventually to the college test and then eventually to the job applications where the job won't need it with a, a college education just it want experience or something because that's right now it's what colleges want they it, want it, trans- it, transcripts and experience it depends on the job you're going for if you want to be a lawyer at a big law firm, then where you go to school matters. Whether it's Yale or Harvard or Oxford, or that stuff matters. Mm-hmm. If you want to get a job at Google, you either better be a brilliant person or you, you have a PhD from a really good school. That mm-hmm. really does help. And so if you went to Harvard or Princeton or MIT, I think that is a, quite an achievement. And I think there are people that are not just in MIT just to tick a box. They're there to be around some of the smartest brains and take advantage of the take advantage of the opportunity. I think a, a good example of that is Lex Friedman, who's a, I'm a big fan of his podcast and his work, and he's he he is what I'm talking about. When I keep on telling, is a waste of time. Is what I did in Rutgers, mm-hmm. for example. So to go back to your Lex Friedman thing, you don't only mean, though, with this university, your mental capacity and how smart you are. You also mean Islamically, right? You mean you don't just mean that I'm going to go there and become super smart because I'm going to be around great people. Not super smart. I'm going to be I'm going to be enhanced in some way for the better. You also you don't mean just my brain. You mean my Iman, my belief, right? The You're talking about um, Ibn Khadun. Yeah. So. There is a concept of Ibn Khaldun called an incentive cam, the, com- the complete person. The complete person, a person who's not just spiritual, and that's it. 
they are spiritual, they are strong, they are intellectual, they are a multifaceted human being. And that's the vision of Ibn Khaldun to produce those people. M- you know, but multilingual, um, grounded in some degree of spirituality, or at least understand that. And so, yes, that that is an aspect of it. It's not. I. I m- my goal is not to send you to a religious school. Yeah. It is a school where that believes that that being spiritual is important because I believe it's important. I think there's a huge spiritual deficit in the world, and everything's about the material. Yeah. And I think that's just very very shallow. And so that is a big part of why I like this university. So yeah, I mean the the the, the subject of of university and that's something we can delve deeper in the future podcast. I, I just really wanted to discuss with you homes i thought it was a good time to discuss the homeschooling journey as it comes to an end as 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 the first chapter comes to an end well this is really effectively the end of your homeschooling journey because you're you're now about to go to a physical place well that's so sad now you say it like that yeah that's it it's so sad that you say it when you say it like that's just this the end it is the end of yeah as they say in the matrix everything that has a beginning has an end Thank you for listening to this week's edition of the Father and Son Podcast. If you enjoyed, please don't forget to subscribe so you can be notified whenever we release a new episode. Thank you for listening to this week's edition of the Father and Son Podcast. If you enjoyed, please don't forget to subscribe so you can be notified whenever we release a new episode.